Osa Odigizua from the Dallas Cowboys joined the boys on the road at Radio Row. Thank you to the BS Show and TNT Apparel for their partnership with Two Men On as we break down what it's like to be a Dallas Cowboy. Check it out here with Osa Odigizua. Welcome back to Radio Row. Welcome back to the boys. And you know, if the boys are coming to Radio Row, we're going to find every Dallas Cowboy that's in the building. Like the that's, boys. Yes. that's Yeah, yes. that's how we're doing it. Uh, Osa Odigizua is with us. Uh, welcome to the program. Thank you guys for having me. Oh, man. The boys in the house, and I hear you finally get a name right. I know. And it's this it's one. It's this thing. <laughs> I was waiting for him that to mess good. it up. That was, it was really good. That was, he nailed it. Wait, wait. He's got to do it again, though. Let's chill out. Oh, Diggy's. I mean, I got it. Right? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got it down pat. Yeah, they do me like this all the time. It's everyone clowns on me. <laughs> it's the vowels. They yeah. get, it can get a little scary <laughs> looking at that with all the vowels. Yeah. That's right. Well, and also, obviously, the follow-up question is, what do the boys call you? Osa. There Osa. we go. Osa Just moving Osa. forward. So, um, have a for a Super Bowl, right? For a Super Bowl experience. Yeah. How's this feel to you? I mean, I walked in here and I was just like, wow. Wow. Yeah, it's something, right? Yeah. I couldn't imagine if I was like actually playing in the game what 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 what's all going on with those guys and right. everything surrounding there's probably just like crazy. So, Osa, you're a rookie. I need to know. Did they was there anything crazy they had you do once you got to Dallas since you're the rookie? Just buying snacks and stuff like that. The room, <laughs> I, I, you know. I feel like they're not just snacks. If we're like, getting if we're getting snacks, uh, if we're going on a plane for an away game, like I'm buying guys Chick Fil A and stuff like that. And we had like three yeah. other guys that were rookies as well, so we just rotate between those. And then like we'd have to buy snacks for the room, but like. Do they not know your wrestling like, background? No, no, no. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I'll be in the store, yeah, spending like two hundred dollars, and not a single real grocery. Would be in yeah. the cart. Yeah, not like, an apple for a mile. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's not a real grocery in the cart, and I'm spending like two hundred dollars, wow. hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. Like, and you got a gallon of strawberry milk, and you're like, well, you're, like <laughs> you're like, what is going on here? How did I? Is that not your go-to snack, man? Yeah. Is that why I'm getting the look? I, mean, I just buy bushels of kale. Someone <laughs> biltong, which is like a weird version of beef jerky. Like, yeah. they, they just yeah. put things on there just yeah. to put them on there sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> but I like to eat, too, so I start buying some snacks for myself, too, that I just, <laughs> you know, that I know I would like in the room. So I d- grew up a wrestler, football player, but is that basketball, baseball. Did you get them all, or is it just nah. always centered on football? It was football, well, football wrestling. wrestling. Yeah. Did track for a little bit, didn't end up sticking with it past, like, sophomore year of high school, though. And, okay, so how does those other skill sets translate to what you're doing now, though? You're a better football player because you were a wrestler? Question mark. Definitely. I would say just because, of, like, the mindset, like, to have a championship mindset can give you the tools to achieve a lot of things in life. So right. just getting that mindset from wrestling, definitely applying it to football is when I start to notice more results, Yeah. you know, in, in terms of just being more consistent with how often I'm doing drills in the off season, you know, because like first two years of football, like I'd play football during football season, stop, come back to it during football season. But then I realized after I won my state championship in wrestling, it's because like we would have a lot of things in practice. Like I'll be practicing wrestling pretty much year round, except for like in football season. Right. So once I just kind of applied that same concept to football, then I just started to see way more success. So how were you embraced by Cowboys Nation? Because Cowboys, it's not the biggest brand in the NFL, America. It's the biggest franchise in the world. Do you have, like, an extra level of, like, 
respect for Cowboys Nation? Yeah, definitely. I mean, just in, in terms of being a D lineman and we can go to a away game and they still might have to use a silent count because <laughs> we have so many fans there. Like, yeah. it's, it's pretty dope. So you went to UCLA. You're coming home. Are the Rams your choice for the big game? I mean, <laughs> just because of my immense respect and admiration for Aaron Donald. Yes. Right. And how crazy he's been going since he's been in the NFL and the fact that it's not us in the Super Bowl. Right, right. Maybe that fact more so than anything else. But <laughs> I think he would definitely – it would be cool to see him win a championship. Right, right. You know what I mean? Let me piggyback on that question. You know, because he's, he's the best in the biz, right, unanimously. Is he someone like you study tape and you model your Good game question. after him and you're like, oh, he, look, I mean, look, what, look what he did now. I want to do that. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that you could do all day, but at the end of the day, like, a lot of the things that Aaron Donald does are things that only Aaron Donald could do. Mm -hmm. As far as, like, the way he plays, you can't just try and be him. Like, right. you have to take a piece of what he does and add it to what you do. Like, because being an undersized guy, we have long arms, similar body type, so I can definitely get a good amount of stuff and add it to my game. But just watching the way he's so precise with his hands and just like yeah. his just you know strength and violence and just his motor and things like that. So I got a follow up question to that then. Yeah. So you're at, so let's say you do see something on film or let's say you see something and you're like hey, I really want to emulate it. I want to add that to my game. Do you go to your position coach or you go to Coach Quinn and say, Hey, this is what I'm recognizing. How can you teach me that? Like, how do you continue to grow at this position? Yeah, I mean, like they'll we'll recognize like the moves that I like to do. So like a swipe or something like that, like a pass rush move, and I'll be like, Hey, can you just put together a swipe cut up of guys doing swipes really well? And it doesn't have to be like one guy. It'll just be people, just a just a series of clips of people just executing that move at a high level. Yeah. That way I can just watch it over and over again. So, I want to know, this is off the, uh, just me and you, nobody else. No listening. one else is Nobody here. is listening. Yeah. Who's been the hardest to tackle? The hardest to tackle? Yes. And in your experience, who's, who, name me one person who you're like, okay, he's a load. I mean, it's probably Leonard Fournette when we played them. Yeah. like. They always tell you, go for the legs, go for the legs. And, yeah. like, I had his legs, and I'm like, they're still, <laughs> still moving. You know, it's just like for a split second, I, I grabbed his legs. I'm okay. <laughs> like, come on now. Like, I had yeah. to really give it a good, like, extra squeeze yeah. to, to get him down. So who, who's the best locker room guy on the Cowboys? Who's, who's the dad? Who's the cool uncle? <laughs> Our locker room is very interesting. I wouldn't even say you could think of it like that. Um, I mean, some guys, it's just a fun locker room to be in. Some guys mess with each other a little bit. And then, like, just watching that, like, you'll try and figure out who's the Batman and who's the Joker in terms yeah. of, like, <laughs> okay, who started okay. the practical joking. Yeah. And then you realize that we're on Suicide Squad. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, there it is. There, there it is. is. Yeah. It's just hey, speak, a bunch of nut jobs in the locker room. <laughs> Speaking of the roster, roster and how it's put together, does it matter to guys where players came from? Does it matter where they played college? Does it matter where they were drafted? Or is it just fellowship once everyone puts on the jersey? Once everyone puts on the jersey, it's fellowship. Obviously, obviously you're going to have like guys like uh, guys that demand more respect just giving their body of work where they're at. 
and the fact that they've been on the team for a very long time. Like, D-Law is one of those guys. But the way he acts towards everyone is like he treats everyone the same. He's, he's a very respectful, respectful dude. And that's kind of the way it is with all the guys in that position, like Dak, Zeke, Tyron Smith, Zach Martin. Like, yeah. everyone is everyone's super cool. And you know what I'm saying? Like, the, the body of work that they put together just speaks for itself. They don't have to do any extras that are going to say, like, hey, like, I'm above you, anything like that. And you, They just carry themselves in a way and just, like, obviously the way they work is going to – you're going to – can't do anything but respect them. Right. You know? Is, is Jerry Jones a real person? Because I think he's just like a cartoon version of what I, <laughs> what I think a football owner from Texas would be. He's a real person. He's a real dude? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? All right, so you get your draft third round, right? Third round? Yeah. So you're drafting in the third round. Who called you? It was Jerry. It was Jerry. Wow. But, so my agent, he's right there too. So <laughs> he was uh, he was there when I got drafted. When I when I got drafted, he kind of like when I got the call, he started cheering, and then everyone else started cheering like right afterwards. So yeah. like it was loud, and I actually couldn't hear that it was Jerry. I just knew it was somebody on the Cowboys staff calling me and telling me that I just got drafted, and then they said DQ was going to hop on the phone, so I heard DQ talk for a little bit. Then my D-line coach hopped on the phone. You can't miss his voice anywhere because he's going to be the only D-line coach that has a British accent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I'm just sitting there on the phone like, you know, just taking it all in, wide-eyed, just kind of in shock. I got you know? one I got one last question before we go. So, And I know, I know you're here on behalf of someone too, so I want to make sure we get to that. But Osa, you got this off season right now. What is what is a reasonable line of expectation for your growth? What do you believe your contribution to the Dallas Cowboys is going to be next year if this off season goes the exact way you want it to? I mean, you're definitely going to see like uh, increase in production and just um, a higher level of dominance. I know it's hard for me to explain it, but I'll know what it looks like when I get when I get to that level, and I know. It's hard for me to put into words, but I know I know what it looks like. There you go. Good. Oh, so who are you here with? Who, who's allowed you to be at Radio Row today? You know, I'm here on account of We Cure Credit Now. Yeah. Um, just here wanting to say shout-out to them. Just shout-out to Vita, the credit queen, and just um, helping. They're helping people improve credit, helping me improve my personal credit profile so that I can become a homeowner and teach any other financial goals I'm planning on reaching, you know, just helping me, helping me get in. In, in touch there with you those, you know. That's it. Hey, that's the thing because when you're young, you don't know yet. Like yeah, if you don't sure. learn, in, if you don't learn at home when you're young. Let me tell you something. Yeah. I yeah. needed them. I, I went to the military and I came out. My credit was in the negative. Like <laughs> yeah. they 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 were t- they told me I was just practicing to get some credit. It's like <laughs> no, you can't. So that's a good deal to have with yeah. someone that's young. And for those of you who are listening in a similar situation, your credit might be in the negative, or you just don't have really any knowledge of credit. You can look up her website and her information at we at www.vitathecreditqueen.com or on social media, Vita La Credit Queen. Number 97, Osa Odiggy Zua. Thank you so very much, my friend. Yep. Thank you, guys. Two men on Radio Row, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.